Hey MWs, it's Melissa and Stephanie Kirkache, two sisters and the founders of Millennial Women and your host of Millennial Women Talk podcast. We're so excited to be bringing you today's episode. It is the half season recap episode. Is it the half season already? It is. This is the first time we actually do this type of episode. I mean, this is the first time we're doing a lot of things. I, I know. Feel. <laughs> like season one was just like trying to figure it out. And then now season two, we're like figuring it out. And yeah. we're also putting like a structure to things. Um, structure, yeah. Much structure needed. has been like the theme of this year, I feel. Absolutely. I, I really think structure has been, and well, it's helped us tremendously in putting in a structure because now we actually have like distribution calendars and yeah. all like all this stuff that has to go into production that's making us execute. Totally. Which I feel like a lot of people don't know. And um, this is why we do these recaps so yeah. that we can tell you the real deal because Instagram versus reality is so real. It and is real. Our recaps are really honestly the time that we get to just let it all hang out. Like, we just let you know <laughs> yeah. what's been going on. And so 2018, I would definitely say we had, like, um that beginner's look, what people say, right? It's right. like, you're so excited. Mm -hmm. Like, you just have this dream, and you're so excited, and everything is so great. And you do have a little bit of this beginner's luck, right? And then they always say that year two, like, things got real. And I would definitely say yeah. this year things got real. Right, Girl, now. they got so real. Like, honestly, well, you know, but it was exciting at the same time yeah. because I was like, oh, wow, we're actually building a real business. Because in the beginning, we were just like, we don't know what we're doing and what's happening and what is yeah. this thing? And then my crazy idea of like, let's go on the road and have a traveling podcast. What does that even mean? And yeah. now we're here, you know, and and this season, you know, we did two brand new cities, mm -hmm. um, which as you guys know, if you have a business or have ever worked in a company where you're opening new markets, it's freaking scary because you have no audience there and you're building from the ground up. But I mean, we thought that like they would show up. <laughs> Yeah, and, and they, they did, really, and they it's did, so and they great. really did. Because we were we were just kind of like, well, what cities should we go to? Because we both love to travel, yeah, you know. And honestly, there's so much growth and personal and self development in travel. So, you know, when we look at a map, we're like, well, we want to go everywhere, you know. I know. <laughs> but this year was a challenge in the sense of like we initially wanted to go to six new cities this year yeah. and we only made it to two yeah <laughs> and um many reasons go into that all positive always in the end always positive in the end <laughs> although like yeah for sure a part of me was like man we didn't make it to those six cities but I think this year was really um you know the first year is exciting like I was saying it's the beginner's luck and second year is definitely still exciting, but it's time to get serious. Like, right. what exactly are we doing? Positioning us, structuring us, right. um, strategizing, stuff building that, an actual yes. business, you know, so which like, is exciting. It's funny because it's so true. People always say this, just start. And like, you know, a lot of other people would think that you should strategize, structure, all these things before doing it. But no. you don't know what to strategize and structure yeah. until you do it. Exactly. Because you don't know what's going to work and what's not going to work. I agree with that 100%. And, and honestly, I recently just finished reading Everything's Figure Outable by Marie mm -hmm. Folio. Shout out to Marie Folio. Oh my gosh. One of my favorite books by far. And I recommend it for anybody who is thinking of, you know, listening to it, buying it, reading it, etc. Um, she really says that in her book. Just start. You're not going to know what you're doing. It's just right. the way that it is. But that's the beauty of it. It is. You can't know what to do until you don't know what you want to do. Do you understand exactly. what I'm saying? 100%. So like that was the blessing in it. And like, I, and it's so funny because so many people say that, like just start. But like 
for so many years, you and I, Mel, we've always been trying to strategize and structure and figure things out before actually doing it. Right. And you can't figure it out until you actually do it. 100%. So this year was that. was was that. You know, (laughs) now that we know, okay, what we're doing, let's structure, let's strategize. And ultimately, like, we had a really small team this year. Yeah, super small team. But I will tell you this. Uh, What is it? What it's called? Oh, my gosh. I'm looking for the phrase. It's as small as mighty. What is the phrase called? I don't know. Oh, no. But you're very close. I know I'm close. <laughs> like Tiny is mighty or something like that. It's like our team was— Big things come in small packages? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Never mind, guys. I don't know. I don't know. No. I'm just—my whole idea of why I'm trying to find this—oh, gosh. Why I'm trying to get this, like, line is because the small—you know, having a small team has helped us to become so great this year. Really strong, yes. solid, successful. I mean, it was— been a great year. It really has. Like, so I'm excited many lessons for 2020. Learned. So I want to tell the listeners a little bit about just us, right? And so every year, Mel and I, we gift each other um, mantra bracelets, yes. which um, is really exciting because we're going to be able to give away a mantra, a set of four mantra bracelets no. actually to our audience for our, our 25 days of giving. But anyways, that's not the point. <laughs> the point that I'm trying to make is that we always gift each other these, these mantra bracelets and it kind of sets the tone for the year, which is what we're tr- what we're actually figuring out. So it's like we're actually being very cautious now which mantra we pick yeah. because it really does set the tone. And it was so interesting because the mantra bracelet that Mel and I, so the first one we gifted each other was enjoy the journey. Mm-hmm. And the second one we gifted each other was I can and I will. Mm-hmm. And so, wow. So just to tell you, that's been honestly the whole theme for both you and I this year because, 100%. you know, Mel and I, we had never done something like this. And and just like everyone, we struggle with self-doubt, mm-hmm. right? Everybody does, you know, especially when you when you have something, you're always like, oh, well, maybe somebody else knows more than me or like they right. can do it or like I need a big team. I need this person in order to make my dream come true or accomplish my goal. We, we start saying all these things, but ultimately like you can and you will, mm-hmm. right? Because you can and you will, mm-hmm. you know, and that's been the theme. And another thing going along that and I know I'm talking a lot, but it just is because no, we're but it, heading into 2020. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's such a great time to reflect. Yeah. And 2019, it was like, Mel and I, we had this huge dream, right? Which is we're living it now, honestly, with you, with our listeners. Like, just to have these incredible conversations, you know, go on this podcast journey and really connect with women just like you who are yeah. listening to this. So when we were given this idea, this dream— it's so interesting because sometimes when the right people are not involved, it doesn't happen, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, we hear this a lot. Like, you know, the people that aren't serving you, let them go. Like, let go of things that are not meant to be. Like, don't try to keep keep them there, et cetera. And this year, I learned that because there's always a fear of, like, when somebody gets out of your life or, like, you let go of a person, like— I don't know. You don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But the crazy thing is that like when you're given a dream or or a goal and the wrong people are involved, it won't happen. It, oh, for sure. A hundred percent. Because you were given that dream, that goal. And if somebody that is you are having a hard time letting go of is still involved and the universe, God did not give them that dream right. or that purpose to go with you like for the long haul— right. It's going to take that much longer 
for it to come to fruition. And that's a really big lesson. I think that's one of the biggest lessons for sure this year. And I think, you know, going back to our mantra bracelet, I think sometimes, you know, when we look at mantras, it's almost like, okay, yeah, I can and I will. And then you just see and you're like, okay, it's nice. But really believing it, really putting it into action makes it that much more valuable. Because I know a lot of you guys listening have journals or mantras on your bracelets on books and things. And I think that this one in particular, and also to give you a tiny, tiny backstory, Steph and I do not plan these mantra bracelets. We literally stand in front of the stand at Nordstrom (laughs) and we're like, which one is calling for us? Mm -hmm. And if it calls for us, we pick it up. We have no idea what it means because we're like, okay, I can and I will is calling us and we grabbed it and literally it was so appropriate for this year because we really, we found our, our strength and we found that we really can, you know, make everything become a reality around us because Going back to even season one of the podcast, you know, when we met with Mignon in that episode, um, let me tell you about God. She shared with us, do you think that this podcast, you guys just came up with this idea? Like this was planted in you for you to execute. Right. So so going into dreams and now going into a new decade, you know, dreams, yeah, they're really pretty when we talk about it on paper. Your dreams, follow your dreams. They're really not necessarily dreams. They're your purpose. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what your purpose is. Right. So what you have to do is you were given this gift, you know, for we believe in, in God. So, you know, I, we believe that God gave you this gift, but he gave it to you in specific so that you can execute it. And talking about purpose, we you can have multiple purposes in your life. Like everybody yeah. is so like you know it's it's amazing cuz so much of a so many of us are becoming enlightened we're we're becoming like awakened right mm-hmm. in so many levels and it's something that we see across our generation but what i don't want us to get like so take like hold on to hold on to yeah. is just the idea that there's only one dream that there's only one purpose no, like no life is long life is meant to be experienced mm-hmm. and we have to like stop with the narrative of like well when i reach my dream when i do this when i do that i mean like we're living now mm-hmm. you know like we have to stop talking as like we're in the prequel of our life yes. we are in our life Right now, right this second, we're not preparing for it. We're in it. It's here. It's not coming, right? Right. And so— But there is no prepping. No, it's just living. You're living and you're doing. That's really what life is all about. Yes. But I love what you just said. We're not living in a prequel of our life. We're we're here. We're alive. We're we're alive, you guys. Like, we woke up this morning. We're here. It's here. We're breathing. We're living. Like, we are living our purpose today. Yes. And just like what you said, you're you're not supposed to wait— for anything, mm-hmm. you guys. You're just supposed to not do it. Not when you get that money. Right. Not when you get that promotion. Not when you lose that weight. Not when you reach this goal. Like, it's now. Mm-hmm. This is a part of that that, mm-hmm. you're, that you're in search for, that you're working for. Like, you're living it. Exactly. Like, how beautiful is that? I love that. And it's so appropriate, you know, going into a new decade, a 2020, new decade. the year of the vision. Yes. You Where know? did you hear that? I heard it online. <laughs> <laughs> is it the year of the vision? That's what they said online. It's Very the year of the vision. I mean, I remember like going into like the new millennium, like the yes, 2000. I remember, yeah. I was like singing in choir those days. <laughs> and I remember like being in my choir uniform and I used to sing in our Catholic church. Yeah. And um, we actually had a mass outside. Yes, Do you remember I remember. This? I, it was freezing that day, which it was is so, so rare cold. for Miami. Yeah, I know. 
It, it was super it was rare. so cold. I yeah. do remember wearing, like, my choir uniform, though, and then, like, just being so cold, like you're yeah. saying. <laughs> and then, like, so exciting. Like, yeah. we're getting into the 2000s. Like, that is really cool. And now we're here 2020. No, it's exciting. It's great. And it's so exciting. And I think for all of us, you know, especially now, Steph and I are really reflecting on our personal journey um, of 2019. It's a great time for you guys to reflect, you know, really pull out those journals let it all in there. Express yourself. Put in those visions that were gifted just for you. I can't even stress this more enough. Like, you guys, these, these, we'll call them dreams. Yeah. I hate to use that term, but, you know. Well, because well, it's overplayed, it's but over- I know what you mean. Well, because I feel like people would always tell us, follow your dreams. And I'm like, yeah, but what does that even mean? So it's like, mm-hmm. for me, it's like that dream that is essentially your purpose. But, like, figure out what that is and just go for it. Go for it. It was gifted to you. It's a special gift just catered to you. Yeah. So make it happen, especially now in 2020. Make it happen, especially in 2020. I also want to talk a little bit about that because I feel, you know, in our conversations, we always meet people that are are pursuing purpose. Um, they're very purpose-driven. And I also feel like a lot of people also feel this pressure mm-hmm. if they don't feel like they're doing something astronomical, right? Or like, you know, like, but everything is astronomical. Everything is astronomical. Everything. And, you know, recently we've been having so many conversations with so many incredible women. Some of you might be listening now, which is super <laughs> cool. Um, but we talk about this all the time. Like, oh, I, I, I feel like a calling to, let's let's just say, like, I'll be a hairstylist, right? But they don't feel like, you know, that's astronomical enough. Or, or there's so many hairstylists. So, like, what makes me unique, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, they try so hard to be different, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, just trying so hard to right. be different than anybody. But, like, even that is just wasting a lot of time. So, like, you can be doing the same thing that a thousand people are doing. But those thousand people, if they are specifically doing it completely 100% authentically their way, that's a thousand times different doing that one thing. Do you understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. So like anybody going into 2020 and you have like a goal, a dream, um, and you think that, oh, well, it's not astronomical or it's not special enough. Like, no, it's special if you do it the way that you only can do it. Mm Mm-hmm. So, like, whether that's a hairstylist, like, anything, Anything. you know, starting your own business that, like, an online business, like, wow, there's so many online businesses. How am I going to stand out? Don't put that narrative. The only way you stand out is if you commit to being 100% yourself because you can't—nobody can do what you can do. Yep. And you can't do what what anybody else can do. So, like, I want to put that out there in the air for 2020 for all of you girls pursuing things— Everything is unique because you are doing it. And also remember, we, all of us, every single human being on this planet is here for an act of service. Every single thing you do, whether you work for a company, whether you have your own company, whether you are a hairstylist, someone who works at a hotel, a hostess at a restaurant, a podcaster, an actor, a singer— We are of service. Mm -hmm. If you always remember that your job is to be of service to your community and to other human beings, 
You would never feel lost again. You would never feel like what you're doing is not astronomical. Mm -hmm. Everything, big or small, is astronomical because you are serving your community. And that's really how the world changes. Absolutely. But that's how we change the world. And we change it in unison, not one person. It's every person that kind of goes in and dedicates and puts a little seed, waters that plant. That's how we make real change into the world. All you have to do is turn around exactly where you are and water that plant there. Yes. It's not about going and doing all, you know, because it's, it's very interesting. Like we talk about, you know, changing the world, um, globalization, um, all of these amazing things. And I also, but I also feel like in the conversations we see, because we meet so many women in our generation, it's like, it's also an added pressure. Like, how are we going to do all this? Right. But you do this, if all of us imagine, if everybody right now, every millennial woman right now. Yes turned around in their own communities, watered the plants. And what I mean by, what we mean by watering the plants is like inserting positivity and service into that community of yours. Like that's how it changes. Imagine, imagine if every woman in the world, millennial woman in the world would do that. Like right now. It would change everything. So actually, why don't we give our listeners a challenge today When you finish this episode of the podcast, go water a plant. No, go, <laughs> go, go and water yeah. a plant. Go and share some positivity, something enlightening, mm-hmm. something positive, something inspiring to the first person that you see mm-hmm. male, female, child, animal, whatever. Yes. Implant something positive to that other human being yes. today. We encourage you to do that. And we're going to do that today when we finish recording this episode. I'm with it. I'm here for that. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) What a year it has been, MW. Ups and downs and so many moments full of personal growth. I love it. It's so awesome that we can come together as a community and share our experiences. It just makes the journey so much better. Right, Mel? So much better. As the year comes to a close and we get into the full-on holiday mode, what are you looking forward to most, Steph? Definitely spending time with you yes, and the course. family and just taking it easy while getting in the holiday spirit. Oh, me too. And nothing gets me more in the holiday spirit than a nice cup of warm hot cacao. Yes. Ladies, this holiday season, we've been drinking Four Sigmatic's Hot Cacao with Reishi. Made with 100% Peruvian cacao, this drink is so delicious. It is completely organic, non-GMO, and free from fillers and carriers. Just add it to a cup of hot water, or you can even use it to bake, or even sprinkle it on top of smoothies. Mm, So good. Four Sigmatic is a natural superfood company that specializes in mushroom-based drinks that benefit our immunity, energy, and longevity. They make a wide variety of blends, including their delicious mushroom coffee that we personally drink every single morning, matcha, and other superfood blends just like this hot cacao with reishi that we know you're going to love. You know, something else I love about this specific blend is that it has reishi in it. Did you know that reishi has been known to support occasional stress and promote restful sleep? So forget about the holiday shopping stress and drink Four Sigmatic's Hot Cacao with Reishi all season long. Try it today by going to foursigmatic.com forward slash MWTalk. That's F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C dot com forward slash M-W-T-A-L-K and use the code MWTalk at checkout to get 15% off your purchase. Okay, MW, let's get back into the conversation.
Okay, so we're actually going to be recapping the last five episodes of the season. Don't worry, ladies. We're coming back February 17th with brand new episodes. But if you haven't checked out these last five episodes, this is a great way for you guys to see what it's about and kind of check it out right after. Yeah, so if you're just new to our podcast, welcome. If you've been a loyal listener, <laughs> welcome back. And we're so happy to have you. Honestly, we're so happy you're here spending this time with us because— this is what it's about. It's about us talking and, you know, exchanging perspectives. And this season, we're really proud of. And I'm honestly really proud of Mel and the whole production team, especially. Yes. On behalf of Maciel and Dira and myself, thank you. Yes. <laughs> shout out to them. They really killed it. Um, you know, this season, we're doing 30 episodes. And we're this is halfway there. We're halfway there. I can't even believe it. You guys, when we said 30 episodes, everybody was like, what? I was like, yeah, we can do it. We can do it. We can do it. And we did it. <laughs> and we, we did, did it. it. So it's really exciting. But I can and I will, right? I can and I will. That, I told you that was the theme of this year. Um, you know, we had some amazing episodes already. So I just kind of want to recap to Stephanie Essenfeld. Oh, so good. It so, was so, so good. good. And and it's a topic that we get asked for a lot, relationships. And it's very interesting because every time you come together with girls, like, al although we, our conversations really are from everything from, like, your life to your goals, but there's always that relationship topic that yes. always sneaks into your girl chat. Yes. Like, I don't want to be stereotypical. We we talk a lot more about other things yeah. than boys, but <laughs> it's something that is so, like, relatable. Like, we have so many questions about relationships. Well, it was one of the number one topics, right, that we got mm -hmm. when we asked you guys, what are the topics you want us to cover this season? Relationships was number one. Like, people yeah. just kind of wanted to know Two things. So actually, because this topic is so broad, we actually have, well, we just had this one. We have a second one coming up that talks about the second half. But in this episode in particular was really about setting boundaries with your partner, mm. how to better communicate with your partner. Are you in a healthy relationship? Are you not? Like those things that even myself who has been with, you know, my boyfriend now for 14 years, even I had some questions too, because I feel like sometimes you need a check-in, you know, sometimes yeah. you need to say, hey, is everything, are we working it out okay? Um, is my relationship in a healthy place right now? What can I do to improve? And Stephanie really helped us, helped us educate, well, she educated us yeah. in this episode. She is, um, she's an individual therapist, but as she's also a couples therapist, which is so interesting. I mean, we're very big believers in therapy and faith and seeking out help, you know, if you need it. And so it was very cool to have our first couples therapist in the studio. Um, and it was awesome because we do have all of these questions, right? Because I think now we're starting to become very open about our relationships, whereas other generations kind of would keep this stuff to themselves. And when you don't talk about things, um, it's very hard to know, like, is this normal? Is this not? Am I in a healthy relationship? Am I not? You know, and what are the things that we need to be working on, et cetera. And one of the things that she told us that stood out was, you know, how to be assertive in your communication. Mm -hmm. And I love this because I, I'm definitely like a hopeless romantic. Like yes, I'm that you are. girl that I'm so happy on the weekends if I'm watching like a rom-com like yes. tucked in bed. Like I love, love. I really, really do. And so, you know, when you look at these movies and all this stuff, it's like they kind of already portray that 
these guys always know what the lead actress wants. I know. Like if I she know. wants to, like if she wants him to tell her like she's pretty, like he'll be like, you're so beautiful. Or like, they, <laughs> in every moment it's so perfect. It's like, you know, he knows what the lead actress wants. And like, she just needed somebody to be like, I love you. And I know. Like, he does it. Or like so, he runs away and he comes back after her. Yes. Like, movie it's magic. Like, oh, the, you know, the lead actress goes and starts ignoring him. It's like, I'm fed up. And then he comes chasing after her yeah. in the airport you know what I mean oh god like, I love it so much <laughs> me too we're all guilty of this we're so guilty but we have to remember like we're not in a movie right and at the same time like relationships can be super romantic and super all of that you just have to let the other person know what you like and what you don't like like assertive communication is so important let the other person know what you like. Mm-hmm. Let the other person know what you don't like. Like, hey, I don't like when you do that. Mm-hmm. Hey, I love when you do that. Can you do that more? Right. Like, think about it. If your partner right now called you and said, you know, I really love when you make that chicken for me. Mm-hmm. You know, in the oven, it just tastes so good. Like, it really makes me happy. Yeah. I bet you whoever, like most of us that are listening <laughs> yeah. right now, we're going to go and buy that chicken and it's going to be in the oven. It's going to be made the same, even more. Because mm-hmm. we're going to do it. Now we know that he loves it mm-hmm. or she loves it, whoever your partner is. So it's always really nice just to let your partner know what you like, what you don't like, and just also make them feel appreciated. I know. I think it's really important to do that. And I, a, another point that you actually have mentioned that Stephanie elaborated on was women suffering in silence for so many years, right? And I think one of the things that I'm really excited about our generation is like we are really just pioneering a new way of living, you know, in every shape, every way, shape, or form, however they say it, you know, we are actually changing that. We don't want to be suffering in silence. Like how you were saying, we want to be able to communicate and say, hey, I like this, I don't like this. But I want you to elaborate more about that because I feel like Stephanie really did a good job as to expressing it, but I also love your point of view on this as well. Yeah, so it's very interesting because I think that we're starting, if you really look and observe relationships from other generations around you, Um, you definitely see, like, women really did suffer in silence a lot. Um, We didn't really speak out our wants, our desires, our needs, really. And it was very funny because I started listening to this podcast with Victoria Austin. Mm -hmm. And she said something that was actually really funny but so, so true. And she was like, how many times does somebody do something to you, right? And instead of just saying, like, look, I didn't like that or whatever it was, don't do it again, please, because it X, Y, and Z, you know, you kind of hold it in Mm -hmm. and those feelings don't go away. What they do is transform into an attitude. Mm -hmm. And so now Mm -hmm. every time your partner's around, you like, you just have this like attitude and he, he doesn't know where it comes from. And like, in a way, you you let it there for so long, you don't even know where it comes from exactly. anymore. But all these things build up. So, like, when you feel this, like, you don't have to suffer in silence anymore. Like, we have to be able to communicate mm-hmm. just as freely and expressive as we do with our friends. Like, we should be doing that with our partners. Absolutely. And that was something that she said that I loved a lot. Yeah. No, and I think, you know, with this episode in particular, you know, Stephanie really just, she really, really lays down the law for everything in a way. Like it just gave me a lot of clarity. And I think that she has so much knowledge um, and 
education behind, you know, couples therapy and how to really have a successful relationship. So we encourage you to listen to Stephanie's episode of this season because it's really one that I feel like whether you are with somebody or you're single at the moment, it's definitely something to listen to and would help all of you. Yes. Another episode that we loved was with Erin Laurie, the author of Broke Millennial. I think, you know, talking about money and finances have been so uncomfortable for so many years for women, which is insane. Like, no, we have to be talking about money and finances. Like, we have to be a part of these conversations, especially with ourselves, um, with our families. And we should feel very comfortable with speaking about that. But... The amazing thing is, is that now we we have incredible women, just like Erin Laurie, talking about finances and giving us knowledge and also giving us resources. Like, her book is so good. I mean, it's called Broke Millennial. (laughs) So it's a person that I definitely was looking forward to talking to. And she gave us so many good gems, right? Yeah, even when it came to banking, which credit cards you should be getting, like things that, you know, you kind of think are very basic, right? They're just like, oh, I'm going to just sign up for a bank account. Like... No, she's like, no, no, no. Do your research on the bank that you want to have an account with. Like, make sure they're they're putting their customers first. Are you actually benefiting from having, you know, your bank account with this company? And the same goes with credit cards. She really breaks it down for us. She also breaks down kind of how to get out of debt the right way, you know, and how she firsthand has been able to do that even together with her, with her husband too. And just kind of like figuring that out. I think one of the things that I love about Erin is that she's very honest and she's very transparent and she's very straight to the point. Mm-hmm. So when you hear this episode, you're actually going to get value like right off the bat. It's not necessarily like storytelling. She's kind of telling you, okay, this is what you have to do with this. This is what you have to do with that and how to actually get it done. And her book is the same way. And I also encourage you to get her book, uh, Broke Millennial. And Broke Millennial takes on investing because she's like, hey, once you get out of that debt and once you kind of understand money and finance, Now let's put it to work. Mm -hmm. Now let's be able to create some sort of wealth, some retirement plan. Let's start thinking about our future because, you know, and we had asked her this in the interview. It's like, do you think we're too young to think about retirement and investments and all that? She's like, absolutely not. She's like, we're actually too late. Like we need to start immediately. This is not something that you wait when you're in your 50s and 60s, you Mm -hmm. guys. This is something you got to start thinking about right now Um, and really figuring out what are the best options for you because, you know, our generation was brought up during the the recession and we had a lot of setbacks financially for our generation. And so we need to be able to retire well and be comfortable because we never know what life's going to throw at us and we got to be ready for it. Yes. Uh, but this is a great episode to dive into your finances, Erin uh, Laurie's. It's one of my favorites too. Definitely check it out. Another episode that we love this season is with our dear friend, Nicole Mejia. Love her. Oh my gosh. I mean, this was such a full circle, at least for me. And I, I told her this on the episode, like I had been following her for a long time. I mean, I've been on my health journey and Mel, you know this, and, and most of you all know as well. But I really opened up more about it on that episode. My journey, you know, with Hashimoto's disease, my 60-pound weight loss. I mean, it's really crazy to even say that. But this episode, I really opened up about it with Nicole. And it was full circle for me because when I was on this journey and really trying to find, like, images of women with our body types, right? Because for me, it wasn't about, like, 
having an unattainable or unrealistic view of what my body could be, right? right? And I had always struggled with my weight. So I didn't really know like, well, when I lose this weight, how am I going to look? It wasn't like I I was, you know, um, thin and then gain a lot of weight. Like I was always on the heavier side. And then when I got sick, I, it really went overboard. Like right. I said, it was like 60 pounds over what I am right now. So I didn't really know, like, how is this body going to look, you know, healthy? And there wasn't that many images out there for me, for our body types, for Latina. Like, our family comes from Cuba. Like, our hips don't lie. They're not going anywhere. (laughs) Like, this is our body. And there was images of a lot of fit women, but I didn't feel like they had my body type. So I didn't really know. As well as if there was, like, curvier girls, it was a lot of enhancements. It was a lot of, you know, plastic surgery and stuff, which is okay if that's if that's what what your thing is. But I was just having a hard time finding somebody that can represent me yeah. along my journey to look to. And Nicole was that. So, like, I looked at Nicole, you know, she, she was so fit. She was so healthy. She was always so amazing online, so inspiring. And she had such a realistic, authentic body. Yeah. So for me, having her on the podcast was so exciting. So, so, so exciting. No, I know. I was, I honestly, you know, had had followed her as well. Um, and she, because she has her similar body type, it's inspiring to see yeah. other women be successful in their fitness and health journey, looking the way that we look. And I was excited too, because I had actually started her jump program, uh, which is her plant-based, you know, weight it's not want to call it a weight loss program, but it's it's a health program, it's right? A health program. It's getting you to be the healthiest version of yourself, my body and soul, which I love. And it has been so, so great for me because I'm happy to tell you guys that I have lost a little over 10 pounds. Yes. And like 7% body fat and just inches all over. And I'm just feeling amazing. But more importantly, I have never felt so like focused and healthy and so much energy like with the foods I'm eating. I mean, I'm completely plant-based, you guys. I'm not eating any animal product at all and I feel fantastic, but it's really a testament to Nicole. And she talks about that in the podcast. She talks about her journey to to plant-based. She talks about uh, body positivity and we really open ourselves up very vulnerable. I mean, this episode, you guys, it's one of our most vulnerable episodes, one of our most honest across the board, not just for me and stuff, but for Nicole. Mm -hmm. I've seen Nicole's interviews before and she has never opened up this way like she did in this episode, which we are beyond grateful for because, you know, when you hear other women's stories and journeys, you feel less alone in yours. And you feel like, you know what, if she got through that, I can too. And um, and we're very grateful that Nicole trusted us enough and um, really wanted to express herself on this episode. But it's yeah. so good, you guys. It's so good. You have to check it out. Like Mel said, it's honestly, we open up a lot on this episode. Yeah. So we really a little strongly recommend it. Than <laughs> usual, but it's for a good reason. Yes. <laughs> so definitely check it out. Another episode that we love. Then the one that we ended the season with. That we just ended the season with is with the incredible Aspasia Kumliwood. I mean, she's a personal friend, but also she was our manifestation coach. Like we both personally have worked with her and I can really 
you know, a test, and I'm sure you can as well, Mel, like this stuff really works. You know, it's crazy. One of my dear friends, um, Lydia, who lives in Los Angeles, she's originally from Greece, introduced me to Aspasia. She's like, you know, I think you guys are really click. And we got on a phone call, me and Aspasia. This was literally days after we got back from Nashville last year. And I remember getting really sick after that trip because so much was going on. And she was telling me like, because I was, I was expressing to her, I'm like, I've never been this sick, like ever with this cold, never. And she was like explaining to me what that meant and why I was going through. I mean, I was like, oh my gosh, this woman is literally just like expressing so much to me. That's making so much sense. And so we started working together. I told Steph about her. Steph got to work with her personally in Los Angeles. And, you know, she not only helped my friend, I've seen my friend and I'm talking about Lydia in particular because... I've known Lydia for so long and I saw her life change after working with Aspasia mm -hmm. for the better. Like the, she manifested everything she ever wanted mm -hmm. um, and really living a fantastic and healthy and fulfilled life. I saw that with my own sister, Steph. I saw that within myself. And so it's not some magic potion. Okay. It's not magic. Manifestation is not a play by play. If you do this, if you do the vision board, it's all going to go. No. It has nothing to do it's with that. It's so much inner work. Yes. It's finding, so manifesting anything that you want in your life, the fundamental, what it really is, is that you have to believe in what you want yes. 100%. Yes. And you can't just believe that it could happen. You have to believe 100% that it could happen for you. So you have to believe that you're capable of manifesting that, that you're worthy. Right. So manifesting with Aspasia is finding what self-limiting beliefs do you have internally that's keeping you from believing that you want that? Mm -hmm. Whether it be a relationship, whether it be your career. There is something inside of you, if you're not seeing it in your life, there's something internal, whether it comes from your childhood, from, from a trauma, you have to do that work to figure it out. Where is that self-limiting belief mm -hmm. in you that has that, even if it's just 1% of doubt, that you don't deserve it, that you're not worthy of it, et cetera. And that's what manifestation is. Absolutely. It's doing the internal work, getting rid of those self-limiting beliefs so that you can see and attract or, you know, work towards with all your mind and heart and, you know, confidence that you deserve this and go after that. And so that's what manifestation really is. It's not, you know, all this juju, which I really love about Aspasia because right. I definitely know, I mean— I spent a lot of time in LA and you have too, Mel. Like, there's a lot of juju there. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you have to be careful because you feel like somebody's going to come out with like a crystal ball and you're just like, I don't know if I really believe in all this, you know? <laughs> but but what I love about Aspasia is that she, it's 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 very practical. It's very practical. And I think with so much like you were saying about juju, like, you know, what is that famous book that it's like about? Oh, oh the secret? The se the se yeah, the, the secret. secret. Yeah, it's yeah. called The Secret. And just like, oh, if you believe it and you think it, it's going to happen. And if you put the vision board with the mansion and you just put it up and you stare at it all day, it's going to happen. Like, no, there's inner work that has right. to be done. And you just, you literally just hit it on the nail step. It's really about, and she's so big on this. Aspasia is so big on this. It's changing your subconscious mind. Mm -hmm. And she goes deeper into that in, in this particular episode of Manifesting Your Dream Life in 2020, where... She walks us through that and she kind of gives you guys a little bit of tips and tricks as to how to reprogram your subconscious mind because 
it's something that we didn't know we did, mm-hmm. that we programmed without knowing. Now we need to like reset that and yeah. we got to think differently now. Right. You know, um, but it's a fantastic episode. And now, especially going into a new year, we recommend that episode because it's going to really help you guys get in a great mindset and a great headspace. But we just, we adore Aspasia. She's just, she's one of our greatest friends and has helped us tremendously. Yes. So definitely check that episode out. I mean, ladies, it's 2020. Now is the year. It's time right now. Listen to that episode and go and get what you deserve. Absolutely. Uh, So that is it for our recap episode, our half season recap episode. You guys, we can't thank you enough for the support to make this community grow every single day this year. And just the love you have shown us on social media and have really just kind of been there. You guys are our best friends. You know, you kind of, you're, you've been along this whole ride with us and we just, we hope that we're providing the utmost perfect content, valuable content for you guys to become the best version of yourselves. We also want to tell you guys about our newsletter. This is Steph's favorite part. This is my favorite part because it's the (laughs) one I work on so much. So I work so much on just getting us, and I'm definitely including myself in this. And me too. Because, yes, Us resources and perks and discounts and all of that good stuff. Also freebies, you know, because there's so many things out there for millennial women. And why not, you know, take full advantage of these amazing things that we have right at our fingertips. And so, you know, we work with brands. We see companies that we align with. And we really talk with them and try and see what we can do that we can partner together in order to bring our community, to bring you things that are just going to make your life so much better. So much And better. it really makes us so happy when we're able to do that. So please subscribe to our newsletter and enjoy some of these freebies and discounted perks because yes. they're meant for you. Exactly. And they're only for subscribers only. So if you're not a part of the newsletter, unfortunately, you, we don't announce this on social. So it's not something that we promote. It's only for our newsletter subscribers. So we're very excited to do that. And also, too, our 25 days of giving, you guys, is in full swing. And if you guys have not heard about it or have joined in the giveaway, head over to Instagram at We Are Millennial Women. Every single day, up until December 25th, we are giving away a product, a service, something really exciting that will help you guys enjoy 2020, but also kind of get you in the holiday spirit. So join us there for that as well. Yes. So we wish you a very, very happy holidays and an amazing, amazing new year. It's going to be a great one. We are so excited. We'll see you in the new year. See you guys in 2020. And as always, we encourage you to continue on with the conversation. Keep being the strong, amazing woman that you are and never forget to live inspired. Until next year, MW. Always love (laughs) Melissa and Stephanie Carcace.